0: orb presents victor echo
1: november
2: my name is gary butterfield
0: my name is cole Rotz.
2: and i'm autumn greer and this is orb welcome
0: it's a dream day
2: It it is it is uh, uh, the 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 double double quadruple sextuple dates yeah. of the uh, of the century on the Venture Brothers and yeah. as you heard we are joined by a guest Autumn Greer.
0: Thank you for joining network, us,
1: Autumn. Well, I, as always, I'm delighted to 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 be here to yeah. talk about one of my favorite episodes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah really appreciate you uh, joining us. Can you? Um, say a little bit about uh, your relationship to the show and specifically why you chose, why this is one of your favorite episodes.
1: Well, with the, the venture brothers, I guess I'm a long time viewer, first time podcaster uh, (laughs) about, about the show. Um, We've been watching it pretty much since it first came out. Uh, And then, you know, obviously there's the big breaks in between and everything. And, I tell you, on this episode, I just have such a soft spot for any time Dean is trying to have a traditional coming-of-age experience. <laughs> I just feel like, I, I don't know, because I was an only child. And, um, I, I, you know, you see, like, the way that everything is on TV and that you think that that's how the world's supposed to work. And Dean's naive innocence just reminds me of me, like, oh, a boy talked to me. I wonder if we'll get married. You, you know, like, it's just, it's just so earnest. And um oh bless him.
0: Oh Dean. What a Dean episode. Uh very good dab. Dean episode. Even yeah, d- what, what <laughs> just, a Dean. Y- stop saying dab. Uh yeah. no. But just the, the the fact that it establishes a with him shaving wrong, like going right down from the forehead, but also him pulling the uh the Jovan Musk from the place of uh from the place of honor in his uh mm-hmm. in his room.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Very well observed, and the idea that you had to put that on your ding dong. (laughs) Got to dab it. Yeah, you got to dab. Which is not uh, actually my understanding. I mean, I'm you know I'm forty. Maybe I've just uh, not not as learned in the ways of love as I thought. But I didn't know that a specific kind of dick cologne was desirable in any way. I just felt like cleanliness was was the best fragrance when it comes to to man junk. But maybe
1: I'm not I mean, I think that that was probably most of the articles on FHM magazine is the picking the right cologne. <laughs> yeah. Our yeah. number one pick, Axe Body Spray. Number two.
0: <laughs> yeah. no. Number two, not applicable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number two, C. Number one. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Um, yeah th- this is this is a real standout. This was uh, this has one of my Hall of Fame sequences mm-hmm. uh, and Hall of Fame lines. Uh, in the show um with, with specifically after the the aftermath of the dab situation <laughs> um the uh you know when I when I'd have when I'd show people this show to try to get them into it mm-hmm. um you know the uh no no that's how we got into this mess in the first place
0: i think it's such a well deserved
2: <laughs> delivered line and such a funny scenario <laughs> you know like I, that i i just that was what i was would show people um, and also important episode because first appearance of Jolly Rancher 82, fuck you, Will. Uh, I do care about the first appearances.
0: <laughs> you can go to hell.
2: She doesn't appear um, again,
0: though, does she? Nope. Okay, but it cool. is her first appearance. Okay. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's technically I was, it, correct.
1: It, yeah. I, I actually made Jeremy pause it when we saw when that line when um, uh, Dr. Mrs. the Monarch says, you know, how old is she? I'm like, I know exactly how old she is. <laughs> how old <laughs> is she <laughs> it yes, came out in 2006. In and she's 24. Yeah, she's of age. Yeah, pretty
2: young for the old monarch.
0: Oh man. Anymore. Oh, uh, but she's he's um, dressed in a butterfly costume. Who do you expect to to, to go after him? <laughs>
2: all all of that stuff is really good. There, there's mm-hmm. lots of like really great stuff with that, and then good lore as well. Yeah. Um, I love the uh, multiple choice fandom limb. That origin <laughs> scenario like I'm, I'm a sucker for when that happens you know, <laughs> one, just like, of, one well, of
0: them is just real genius
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah well one of them probably happened and the other ones are just done by idiots uh-huh. like and just they're just you know absolutely wild and like you kind of get little clues like oh mm-hmm. billy was there Yeah. Uh-huh. you know because every that part of the story is the same but yeah, it's yeah. absolutely a good shot. Good <laughs> shot. You know,
1: the part that's missing, though, because they say that, that good art leaves you wanting more. I want to see that Honda Accord with the ghost on the hood. I and do. They let me we
2: we get to see the old Monarch mobile at some point, mm-hmm. you know, but we never see the old uh, Phantom limo mobile. Low rent <laughs> Phantom Loom would be great. Yeah,
0: for lean days. O's. Yeah. <laughs> I could
1: I could have used a post credit scene where you know he ran over Billy's hand or something, you know. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also would have enjoyed. Yeah. Uh I just um, I, I I love this because I have A I love good Brock content and the fact that he stays he spends the entire episode naked and covered in blood is very good. Uh but also mm-hmm. any time characters in this world have collisions with the outside world, you know, the fact mm-hmm. that Jolly Rancher 82 shows up and then just storms away in disgust halfway through without without comment. Uh when yeah. you, or you know, just the way that Kim uh, uh, interacts with all of this. I I I love that as a character dynamic.
2: Well there's a real like one of the things I think that we're kind of zeroing in on through the show is that there's a gradient of how uh aware characters are in the show uh, that they're in this world and how much they're into it. Yes. You know, like and you you like you could do one of those um you know authoritarian <laughs> left authoritarian right like you could do one of those cross uh grids mm-hmm. with like doc as being incredibly aware aware and incredibly not into it mm-hmm. and then like dean as low you know medium aware pretty highly into it yeah etc and then you just have people walk in from off the graph <laughs> you know and that's it's always really fun
0: yeah they'll
2: yeah. continue to do that for the, throughout the whole show i really love it like it feels like the kind of joke you couldn't keep doing but
0: yeah, you get Hank and the Monarch being maximum awa- maximum aware and maximum into it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just like adore it, you know. Um, I would put Brock there too. Yeah, like Brock is way into the shit, even though he's cooler and better at it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just interesting to think about. Um, <laughs> the uh, and then it's really like I really love that uh, she comes in through uh, Triana. Mm-hmm. You know that Kim comes in through Triana because Triana was kind of our character who was and you know our, our point of view outside looking in character yeah prior to this so her having friends there entirely you know outside <laughs> of the world yeah yeah very good step.
1: i, I um, gotta tell you kim kim's cyber goth vibe really holds up
0: yeah
2: she's a she's fan favorite
0: yep mm-hmm. uh, kim <laughs> much much you to know. jackson public and doc amber's chagrin
2: yeah, and, and accident. You know, and down to like Doc Hammer being like, "Yeah, I made her sexy on accident." <laughs> uh, you know, I, I draw women in their underwear for a living, and I accidentally made a sexy teen, and everyone latched on to sexy teen. Yeah, um, the whole internet love sexy teen. <laughs> uh, so th- this is a uh, Doc Hammer. Uh, episode and mm-hmm. again that feels very obvious yes uh you know now that we, and uh aired on august 13th 2006 and it was his first episode for the season yes.
0: uh, that he wrote the first one uh that he wrote that that's why we get a little bit into some continuity problems because we have seen kim earlier but uh you know in this episode this you know she it has never met hank and dean so just things are a little bit out of order that's fine though yeah um,
2: Who- who cares nerds
0: (laughs) um and uh uh like this is one of those ones where like jackson public says you know when he reads a doc hammer episode he's like i'm jealous because this is really funny but you did that without having anything anything happen whereas public Mm -hmm. is very self-conscious about the fact that he makes these very intricate plotted genre kind of things
2: it's really interesting that, that this happens uh you know, the 20 years to midnight is between this and Escape to the House of Mommies Part 2. Yeah. Because it's, it's really like maximum hammer, maximum public, maximum hammer, <laughs> you know, uh, in terms of that thing. We, we mentioned how fans got really fixated on Kim. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of that is because they leave it a very explicit hook yes. for her to come back. Mm -hmm. Uh, in this but uh, people really responded to the design more than anything and they had no intent to bring her back and eventually uh, did their best to write her out of the show without killing her Mm -hmm. um, by making her become uh, a born-again christian and do drug rehab in florida Uh, but fans still ask them about this right a lot apparently
0: yeah so So they never want to say oh we'll never do it but it's kind of clear that they don't have any idea for it and they you know kind of like when the network says hey don't use pete and billy and they decide well we're gonna do maximum pete and billy when when fans say oh i want to see x y or z i could see them being like well now you'll never get it uh that kind of stuff
1: (laughs) well it's it's nice that she's just spending her time in florida Probably mm-hmm, posted, mm-hmm. posting as Jolly Rancher 96.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah. Always be a, Jolly Rancher is more of a title than a, mm. a person. It's like James yeah. Bond.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dread um, pirate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, the, uh, it's also it's really interesting uh in the book reading about this because they mention um that people probably latched on to Kim because uh, the show is kind of a sausage party, like there aren't a lot of female characters. And uh, you know, that's something that in discussions in the Slack and stuff people have brought up mm-hmm. in relation to the show. Um, that's really obviously true. I'm kind of surprised that they're as self aware about it yeah. as they are. You know, they're just like, Yeah, we just we're not good with it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot there's feminine energy on the show, but not a lot of ladies. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's like, yeah, that, that's true. You're not necessarily that copying to it makes it an excuse. You know, you can make arguments about the show in terms of representation and stuff, but, uh, they are aware of it for what that's worth.
0: It's, it's something that I could see being a bigger deal if it was at its height of popularity, like 10 years later. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Very product of its time. Yep. In that respect. Uh, and and, you know, and not in better. many respects. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, we start off with our cold open with every all the kids getting ready for their date. Uh, you mentioned uh Dean has shaved his entire face. Um which very funny. Yeah. Puts aftershave into his dick, uh sprays a blast of axe directly
0: up his urethra. Stop. Stop making out. it stop making it more detailed.
2: No, well I mean it's you deleted scenes, dude. Okay. Um, yeah, no.
0: I'm, that's not it's
2: <laughs> all <This whole> animatic <laughs> I'm sounding himself with a caliper uh, no,
0: jesus dude uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and, and <laughs> hey hank being told oh put on your best outfit uh he decides i'm gonna dress up like batman because it's my best costume
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love uh, Dr. Venture walking in on Dean doing that and Dr. Venture naming his razor. Like, that's my <laughs> daisy.
1: That's a very well-observed old detail. <laughs> um, and, and, and once again, that's the, I mean, wh- whose first shave wasn't with probably a pink razor that's not yours? You
2: know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have very distinct memories of not knowing how an electric shaver worked. And using the electric shaver uh, that was at one of your friends' house, his dad's electric shaver, uh huh. Um, and he, the, his dad had obviously not used it in like, like years. It felt like it was all rusty and like oh, fucking gnarly. No. Oh. And I thought you just like just ran that across your skin and it just made took the hair off. Uh-huh. Uh, when in fact it's like pulling out every individual <laughs> hair with a dull, rusty blade.
0: <laughs> um,
2: so I just like, and it was also I don't I have no you know when you're a kid you do things you have no idea you know what you're thinking. Like I was 16, I'm like, hey guys, I'm just gonna do a quick shave. <laughs> uh (laughs) then we can go back to play mario kart or whatever hey guys this device uh, is right
0: in front of me i'm just gonna use it
2: (laughs) yeah i've never seen one of these in in person you know nobody who was a father figure in my life had one of these, Uh, and i just was very curious about it like so definitely shaving with other people's razors is very relatable
1: and (laughs) and after that i mean when you start patting on the 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 (laughs) jovan musk i mean i mean it can't get any worse (laughs)
2: kids learn that that hurts well, well before they actually do it. Like home mm-hmm. alone taught an entire generation of kids. Like that shit stings. Yeah. You
0: know? And as a, uh, as a grown man, I have never used aftershave. <laughs> I just, well, I don't try. I, I, an, don't, tra- I no. don't traffic in colognes and stuff. It's just such a weird antiquated, uh, uh, kind of, kind of detail.
2: Well, aftershave is also a, as an astringent. You okay. Know, it, it's meant to like kind of close up your pores and, Gotcha.
0: Uh, also, I don't shave. But that's the other thing.
1: Hey, you could still see Breeze that hairline with a cotton ball if you wanted. No, yeah. not... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a toner. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, um yeah. I, I, I like how Brock uh, convinces Hank to change into normal clothes by saying, if you don't do this in three minutes, then Dean's going to get to drive my charger.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, weaponizing his bond with with Hank Mm -hmm. and kind of early early signs of it. Uh, Orpheus giving the talk uh, to Triana uh, here when a woman enters Astra's.
0: Yeah,
2: there are certain things, uh, (laughs) you know, um, uh, you know, and she's not taking it seriously. She's just like, you know, free dinner, right? Like, uh, you know, this is the most important day in Dean's life, Mm -hmm. and Orpheus is scared shitless, and Triana is not too concerned now uh, with us.
0: <laughs>
1: I got to say Triana's really taking one for the team going out with the venture boys so that her dad can get a little break on that rent.
0: It's kind yeah. of fucked up that Dr. O agreed to that
2: or yeah. put her in that position.
1: <laughs> I
2: can imagine her being like like Trana is is very sympathetic yeah. to Dean. You know, like Triana's not an idiot. She knows that he has a crush on her, mm-hmm. and she knows that he's abused and has this shitty life, right? You know, like in *Assassin Annie* and stuff. She's like, "How embarrassing is this?" Like, she she relates to Dean as a human, mm-hmm. you know. So I could see her doing it just because it's like, yeah, it's no big deal. It's a date, and you know, why not? Yeah, like I'll go with well, my friend.
1: It it also shows us how committed Dr. Venture is to having his night by himself to watch <laughs> his movie
0: god I, I love that i love that, that detail bit. so much
2: yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really good <laughs>
1: i mean he's a he's a cheapskate too so you know uh-huh. <laughs> yeah he's, he's really cable. invested <laughs> yeah
2: a really really good little thread like a little subplot for doc he <laughs> gets his arm cut off like you know oh, yeah his main plot for doc as well a lot happens in this
0: episode yeah. <laughs> it escalates pretty quickly for him yeah um
1: i thought the, it was uh, nice that he ends up solo omano you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
2: solo a uh, manos. Like so <laughs> yeah. solo manos. Um oh man. <laughs> uh we, we we're getting more insight into Phantom Limb and Dr. Girlfriend's dissatisfaction with his button down villain lifestyle. Right. right. Uh, as he's trying to sell a stolen Rembrandt. <laughs> Only wants the Mona Lisa.
0: <laughs> it's uh, not a better painting. It's just more famous.
2: Yeah. Do you know how big it is? I, I love that detail, too. Like, I saw the Mona Lisa. I went to that New York museum. Mm-hmm. And it is, like, the size of, like, a trapper keeper. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's fucking tiny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, but like, when, when Lim goes to demonstrate what size it is, he does it with his invisible arms.
2: So I it like that a it lot, actually. too, Yeah. <laughs>
0: so it doesn't go through apparently so i mean you know, doc hammer is a painter the the rembrandts and stuff that he has here like these are actually famous stolen rembrandt paintings that were taken yes. from a museum in like 1986 so this is researched
2: mm-hmm. yeah and in the, in the canon mm-hmm. uh the you know phantom moon stole them
0: yeah uh mm-hmm. and dr girlfriend thinks that this is unbearably lame you know <laughs> like, yeah. uh, you're just a you're just an accountant more than anything. Uh, but uh, it, yeah,
2: man, I, I love the delivery uh, that James Rabbaniac does on Fanduelum, where he's like, "Do you you want the old stuff? You know, like that <laughs> kind of like kind of deranged.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: you know, you you want me to be a fucking monster? Like I'll kill this guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and accidentally does so, <laughs> kills him while trying to choke him out,
0: and gets concerned about the uh, about the stain uh tells her go get some seltzer water.
2: Yeah. This is also it, where he talks about the uh the car the with the the ghost on the hood. <laughs>
1: it it's nice the way they shove all these together cuz it is like the different I guess all negative phases of a relationship, you know, we've got mm-hmm. like Dean with like the, the early stages, you know, he's got the crush, like, <laughs> and then we've got like that disillusioned stagnant, like we're in the relationship and we hate each other. And then we've got that bitter ex thing, you know, mm-hmm. once we yeah. get the monarch of the scene, it's like a real maiden mother crown.
0: Yeah. And you <laughs> have it's Hank what's... over here being the most well adjusted out of all of them. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> the, the, uh, it's really weird that in the show, the only healthy relationship that ever gets modeled is eventually the monarch and Dr. Girlfriend. Yeah. You know, like they go through a lot of really realistic, uh, kind of problems, but when they're at their, you know, healthiest, that is the healthy romantic relationship that the show, <laughs> you know, embodies. It just does not happen in yeah. this world. You know, I guess, I guess JJ and, uh, uh, Sally impossible, but, right. um, you know. There, there's stuff there,
0: yeah.
2: Um, the uh, the monarch is doing this. He's doing a double date to get some some guild paperwork signed to right. get back into the guild. Um, and uh, as he's trying to do this this arrangement, uh, he's telling the the henchman to get his uh, monarch mobile as they're beatboxing. <laughs> um, and uh, they have this is the first appearance of the uh, powder blue Nissan stanza. Mentioned. The
0: mostly powder blue Nissan stanza. The
2: Nissan stanza. <laughs> i uh, love the nissan stanza
0: it's <laughs> gonna ride this very normal car this boxy oh god uh this boxy car as they uh as they roll up with uh the mixtape uh chilling with my peeps
2: <laughs> and my main man the monarch <laughs> <laughs> yeah really really good
0: uh but we had allu- we had alluded to what uh what rusty's plans were for the night uh, and, uh, that this isn't, this is great. Cause you could just see him looking through the TV guide. He wants to be alone so he can watch, uh, what he believes is a porno starring Dolly Parton, the best little whorehouse in Texas.
2: <laughs> this is very quaint. Yep. Uh, when it comes to, uh, pornography, mm-hmm. like Dr. Venture wanting the house to himself to masturbate. Uh, that, that's a lot. You yeah. know, cause you got this whole compound <laughs> uh, and then just like really, really wanting to see Dolly Parton's tits is like as somebody who's a, has some kind of arrested development. It's their, you know, idea Yes, of like the, the creme de la tits, <laughs> you know, like the, the absolute, like <laughs> the top of the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, cause like as a kid, like, you know, I knew about Dolly Parton because of songs. Right. And then I also knew she had a gigantic rack because of rack and then as you know adult you realize like oh yeah like sexuality is a little bit more complicated than that but i like mm-hmm. this as it shows doc as being like really really inexperienced mm-hmm. in this stuff like and we we learn that throughout the show he talks about how like he didn't get you know didn't lose his virginity until college um you know he's had just a couple of romantic partners and the way he acts with I a a, a a i can't remember the the pseudonym she uses but doctor girlfriend when she turns mm-hmm. him into charlene a, a Caterpillar, yeah. charlene like he's also not that much further along than hank and dean right in the stuff
0: yeah but just the, the the absolute confidence that he has in you know, the fact that he overrides brock brock's like hey i think you're going to be disappointed by this like not nah, uh-uh uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just that he has to be so incredibly cocky about it like i'm going to this is going to be a magic evening and you're not going to ruin it with your reality brock <laughs>
2: It's also very weird to plan a magic evening for yourself to jerk off to to a porno. <laughs> just like, and tell your friends about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, buddy, yeah. I got to, you know, put, I'm going to put on candles and, and jerk off just so you know. <sighs> oh, you don't want to join me? That's okay.
0: Like, what the fuck?
2: It's, it's a very weird move. Yeah. <laughs>
0: i'm just imagining him getting increasingly frustrated i mean it's a line for later but he says well she can't keep singing forever
1: (laughs) (laughs) i laughed when um he said that this was the worst porno he had ever seen i'm like isn't every mainstream movie the worst porno ever you know, yeah.
2: Tenet was fucking undrinkable. Like it was just confusing. And yeah. long. the Irishman, total sausage fest. Yes.
1: Yeah. Took still all day. Magnolias, yeah. You know, Yeah. yeah. I've ever no. seen.
2: <laughs> like I was hoping be Magnolias like you know George O'Keefe painting Magnolias, yeah. but in fact it was just about older ladies yeah. coming to terms with things. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> and, and Dolly still didn't take her top off. Disappointing. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck, damn you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh jeez so uh but brock's got to go drive the boys and we get this uh fun cuts uh you know the cut scene split screen of all of the uh of all of the cars headed to the same uh to the same place we have uh kim and triana talking about the boys uh kim mm-hmm. is fully done up in her cyber goth kind of thing with uh with the goggles and the hair extensions
2: i I really like the uh the line uh dean is kind of cute he dresses like buddy holly that's pretty cool i don't think he does that on purpose though i think that's a a really good line Yeah, it's a brutal burn yeah
0: um
2: and then uh the monarch talking about his date you know his jealousy against dr girlfriend uh we met on the live journal jolly rancher 82
0: this is such a 2006 Um, thing
2: incredible yeah she she thinks i'm a test yep uh they have very very mid-2000s energy to this whole thing <laughs>
0: i was uh, did you have a did you have a, a a live journal either of you
2: i did not hmm. i i did but i didn't really keep it i gotcha. kept like three or four entries and then and then stopped
1: and that was it, it
2: yeah mildly after my time
1: yeah it was just rants about gateway computers and um, <laughs> stuff like that.
2: Dudes were getting Dells.
1: <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> it is mostly about commercials. It was Gary's commercial. Review. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I hate those guys in the clean suits that are trying to sell me microchips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> these blue, these, I don't buy them. These very blue men. Oh, so you're you're blue, and I'm supposed to? Well, that's why I'm supposed to buy a Pentium. Okay.
2: <laughs> the um. I love uh, Brock in this episode, you know, he eventually turns into a kill guy, like it's uh-huh. great, but him doing this advice is very, you know, confident Brock is <laughs> <laughs> uh, really good. You know, it's like, don't do any of that dorky stuff, you know, pull out a chair or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, throwing his corsage out the window.
0: Right. It's good uh, advice. You know, this isn't prom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, and here's a wallet that doesn't have a cartoon bee on it. <laughs> a rare reference to Busy Bee mm-hmm. after the first season.
0: Yeah. Um, and then his advice for 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 Hank, you know, as opposed to like, hey, don't pretend to be more grown up and gentlemanly than you are, is just literally like, uh, so do, don't call her your mystery date, and also don't yeah. do, don't do that. Do you like seafood? Joke, <laughs> like, just yeah. don't be a literal child.
2: Very, very Hank. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, they get to the restaurant. They're waiting uh, for their dates. Hank is trying to uh, get Dean to pump him up. You know, by talking about stunts that he does. Um, And uh, he eventually, when he sees her, he loses his mind. He's like, oh, maybe she's a Medusa. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, and thinks she's a supervillain because she's dressed up like a techno, you know, uh, like she's in a techno. Yeah. uh, There. Um, And he regrets not having worn his Batman costume. Of course. Which I like. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh but uh jolly rancher 82 is here and she's very <laughs> disappointed uh because you know she thought that he was gonna be like a regular person who was just into like cosplay or whatever um the the fact that the fact that monarch was on live journal that feels very you know it it it, it tracks because we know that he wrote bad poetry about butterflies in college so i i sure. kind of know exactly what his blog would have been like <laughs> yeah.
1: it was his I, prison I, live journal though oh true yeah yeah,
2: yeah. i'm kind of surprised they didn't make one of those oh yeah because you know, they were they were doing a lot of like online stunt kind of transmedia stuff mm-hmm. there um i love the uh this whole bit where like him him not getting, you know that she's from the real world, mm-hmm. like she's like you know you know that's not really my real name and he's like well how was I supposed to know I used my real name, <laughs> you know <laughs> like that's really good, uh, and then I also the the uh, cos- cosplay is like I'm the costume business not costume play mm-hmm. uh, is extremely good and I felt bad for Jolly Rancher Eighty Two, yeah uh, you know being used as a prop in somebody else's jealousy game is never good.
1: Yeah, she walked into something there. There was a lot. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's an entire vibe. And, and but
0: that's not the like that's not the star that brings the camels back for her, though. Like she's around for a little bit more, even though like she like she's aware of what he's doing, you know, because he talks about like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, just as Dr. Girlfriend walks in, she says, Oh, she's beautiful. Uh and again, this new wave 80s music kind of pull. Monarch says, Oh, back when we met, she looked like Saffron from Republica.
2: Yes. Uh, the people who did Ready to Go, mm-hmm. if you remember that song, uh, she had little red streaks in her hair. I looked up Saf- I looked up that video Yeah, uh, in preparation. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was to sex at this time. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, me just nodding appreciably.
0: Hmm, to sex. Good pull, Doc. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the the um, And they she, she asked about Phantom Limb, and this is where everyone conjectures on Phantom Limb's uh, background. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, you know, und- like the- his account is probably the closest to true, yes. um, here, uh, you know, he was a scrawny was in college. He had a 12 year old roommate. and um, this is Billy Quizboy, make a machine to accelerate his muscle growth. Um, mm-hmm. we've seen these muscle growth accelerators before. Yes. Um, so that's another thing that kind of lends credence to this, even mm-hmm. though we'll later get stuff that, uh, doesn't directly tie into it with Billy.
0: Yeah. Uh, 21, uh, is sharing with 24 his, his idea of the backstory that Lim used to be a good guy. I love that Lim is wearing like an old timey, like twenties wrestler outfit as he stands well, in he
2: the, looks, <laughs> he, he, look, he looks like, um, his like inspiration. Like he looks like a, like a Phantomos or like a, yeah um, like the, the phantom. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like not a wrestler outfit, it's like an old superhero, pulp hero yeah, kind of look.
0: But he used to be a good guy, and uh, Billy made him a time machine, but has sent his limbs 40 years into the future. Uh And of course, like, that's just the background detail. The real thing is, like, oh yeah, that Billy guy, he made all of his money on card sharks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I liked the way that the henchmen were eating. Like, nobody else got to eat except for the henchmen. Uh Uh-huh.
0: They sat at the bar. (laughs) You could serve quicker at the bar.
1: (laughs) You do get served quicker at the bar. I wonder if I had a full menu. I mean, it looked like it would look pretty good.
2: Uh Uh-huh. There's a 45-minute wait, but we can seat you at the bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Sure, why not? Yeah. We got a movie to to hit. Come on.
2: (laughs) Um, I love the idea of his limbs being sent into the future and still being active. That, like, (laughs) two-second flash flash forward of them like doing stuff (laughs) it's very weird um you know hank says oh yeah that guy hates my dad not professionally but he hates my dad because he's (laughs) again into the world loves the world yes um is trying to brag about that uh and just makes up hank nonsense um of him banishing his his arms where magicians send things when they disappear (laughs) uh, which is is the moon
0: yeah of course he was doing a magician show for the uh for the queen for the queen of england (laughs) Just up there with a bunch of doves, some cards, and some milk.
2: Yeah, I think I think that little guy that operated on your balls, Dean. I think he was up there. That's not a cool cool thing to say in a date. Nope. You know. Um, oh, so. God. And he, man, I love the emasculation too. Where Dean's like, "Don't you have to use the bathroom?" And then goes, "Well, looks like little Dino needs escort to the bathroom." So fucking brutal.
0: So brutal. He's doing it unintentionally too. There's no malice. No, no malice.
2: You will have something, whatever disco fries is. You know, it's it's that kind of thing.
1: Poor sweet baby Dean. His corsage got thrown out a car window. He's having a rough one. His his brother disclosed his ball surgery.
2: Hank had the the ball surgery. Yep. Who operated on that if it wasn't (laughs) really? They give Pete a shot? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, hey fella, I'll give (laughs) that a try. (laughs) Um, uh, So we kind of find out the pretext here. Like, Phantom Lim wasn't going to agree to go to just a a double date on normally it's so he could uh reintegrate the monarch into the guild mm-hmm. um, and renew his guild contracts and insurance uh, again kind of showing him as a paper pusher more than yeah you know not into the uh, thrilling part of villainy
0: no no he's more interested in the cutouts uh to where they can deny coverage if a lair is in a volcano or a bog he's uh, yeah. kind of the happiest that he gets in the episode outside of when he's describing his uh his wine shandies that, <laughs> that yeah. he's serving
1: tinto de verano
0: (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) very good um monarch calls him out on this uh and he you know he in a a display of machismo he's like you know i could have the venture family killed tonight um Mm -hmm. and he calls in for it yeah uh you know he he calls into watch and ward for in a robot uh code code uh sign victor echo november Mm -hmm. the uh episode gets its title from
0: yeah it says I need an immediate blackout for and a robot, referring to Brock, Rusty, the two boys, and Helper. Uh, I hate that in the note I call it, I call them watch and warrants, which I think, and uh, uh, maybe I was thinking of Carmen San Diego at the time. Sure, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: we had to get the watch and the warrant.
1: What are you not thinking of Carmen San <laughs> Yeah,
0: true. I think of the chief. <laughs> <It's> a very <laughs> powerful person. The chief. It seems like a o- good woman. Opened a lot of doors for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kind to of stay on good side yeah uh no but uh they they dispatch the blackout team there's a little bit of again very 2006 uh kind of stuff where one of them is uh trying to pick music on the ipod and because it's not a cd just you know skipping songs like oh i'm just gonna keep on skipping until i get something that yeah. i like
2: yeah um you know brock immediately knows what's going on screams for rusty to get into the panic room yeah Uh, and this is where he's like i'm so i'm this close to seeing dolly's good they can't keep singing forever (laughs) um and again like you know the uh brock is just like this isn't really uh you know this is this is fine Mm -hmm. you know uh this is you know this happens all the time brock's just gonna kill some dudes Mm -hmm. this is business as usual until brock burst in naked covered in blood (laughs) um (laughs) with his knife uh you know move among them like an animal feel the kill and i love their i love this like line delivery like heartbroken rusty is one of my favorite Mm -hmm. uh you know like ways that james urbaniak uh vocally emotes Mm -hmm. and i love this like this one's different isn't it brock and brock's (laughs) just being like yeah like no you should actually be scared about this
0: yes yes okay i'll get to the safe room just after i finish peeing on myself (laughs) he's terrified weirdly not the only using the bathroom in your pants joke in this episode
2: Mm -mm. no it's a it's a theme it's an important
0: theme (laughs) resonant yeah Yeah. uh so brock activates helper's weapons not that it does him any good uh and dr girlfriend back at the restaurant is disgusted because everything turns into uh the ventures being attacked Right. Like, yeah, Jesus. Like I was, we were at the mall and it turned into that. Now we're here and it turns into that. She's just over it. So we should, like Dr.
2: Dr. Girlfriend wants a specific thing. Yeah. You know, like the phantom limb is too bureaucratic. The monarch is too obsessed. Like she mm-hmm. wants the supervillain shit. She is a supervillain in, in and of her own right. Mm-hmm. And her arc, about you know, of her trying, you know, kind of going back to that and trying things. Yeah. Uh, we'll kind of continue out the show, but neither of these two men are hitting the balance right now. Right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's it's a very like interesting situation to be on a date with your current, you know, love who is fulfilling one need but not another, mm-hmm. and then your ex who is fulfilling the other but not the one. Yeah, you know,
1: I tell you, watching your your boyfriend sell insurance to your ex, I mean, <laughs> <not every laughs> and, and, and what's obviously like a Marie Callender's is probably not like a thing, you know. <laughs> okay
0: oh gosh. gosh i just i love what a dweeb Lim is uh so uh but Lim, you know she is she has stormed off and you know he asked monarch you know do you love do you love her and monarch's like oh this is too high school for me monarch the person who brought uh a date here to make dr girlfriend jealous says that Lim is too is is, is too high school for him
2: yeah
1: yeah. Neither yeah, they of these showed dudes. up in a stanza with a mixtape. <laughs> <Yeah. fun.
2: laughs> like, and brought his henchmen right. to go oversee. Like ne- neither of these men are worth Doctor Girlfriend. No, uh, at this point, even remotely. We get the we get a scene. This is I love this episode. I find this scene a little bit long. This little yeah. bit here with the uh, the kidney. It goes
0: on. Yeah,
2: I feel like this goes on a little bit. Like, and I feel like they've done. A, they are not that they have done, but they will eventually do a version of this. Like when Brock grabs the ball sack. And notices a lump uh, (laughs) on a character later. Yeah. You know, in the series, it feels like a different version of the scene Mm -hmm. a little bit, Um, you know, where Brock stabs one of the guys, gets some intelligence, you know, and he's like, you know, you could live uh, here. And the guy is just being very dramatic in a way that felt, I think, you know, this is probably obnoxious to a lot of people because I'm taking something seriously that's just a comedy, but Mm -hmm. it felt really jokey, jokey and not in a way that felt lived in with the world. Right like him asking to be sung a Technotronic song is a, a good random band to pull, but also it doesn't seem like, like a guild shadow man, you know, would do that.
0: And the, the stranger, uh, Phantom yeah, Limb had the shadow man. Gary. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't think a stranger would do that.
0: <laughs> no, you know? no, It's Just weird.
2: I-
1: I will say that I just casually read some article earlier this week about, you know, the rise of death doulas that, you know, escort you into the, you know, support you through that process. And I didn't think anything of it until I heard this Technotronic line <laughs> and in top of my list. You, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm there with my death doula. I'm about to move on. Move death this. doula has you know? very
2: powerful energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Death doula. Yeah, it's and a it, it's a
1: tarot it's card yeah absolutely and
2: it's also the kind of like powerful concept that you can ruin really easily like uh, contrast your feelings as I say the following things death doula Quentin Tarantino presents death doula no no don't those feel just like entirely like night and day like one of them is great and one of them is just like oh fuck this I'm out
0: (laughs) I wouldn't even buy the ticket let alone walk out of it yeah it's it's just
2: like ugh (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> like they're just very different energies yeah i just it, it it is funny that brock like sighs and then acquiesces to it like you know it, it cuts away before yeah. he gets one of the lines through but like this is it, our I, it's an episode that's already full of this stuff like they mention they mentioned yaz later <laughs> like yeah they don't they, I, they didn't need it
2: yeah, I do, like, I do like Brock being like, uh, I'm pretty sure he missed. You might bleed out in four hours. Or, <laughs> you know, like that kind of like you're overreacting, but yeah. I kind of liked.
0: Yeah. But,
2: um, we find out that the you know, the, the strangers uh, have been uh, done, you know, have killed uh, Helper, incapacitated him. And we see Rusty's arm uh, with his wristwatch, and then we see it's disconnected. It's been torn off.
0: Yes. Uh, which is pretty intense for the mm-hmm. Venture Brothers. It's not the first time Rusty's arm has been yanked off, I don't think. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Might be a a different one. (laughs) So back at the restaurant, everybody has gone to the bathroom. So, you know, Monarch stormed off. Uh, Phantom Lim walks in and he is surprised to see the boys that are here. So two of the four that were supposed to be uh, gotten with the blackout are... In the room, uh-oh. So he ducks into a stall, um, and then this goes into—it's a long bit, but it works. Uh, yeah, with... this,
2: this works for me 100% as <laughs> as a dude who, you know, who has spent a lot of his life like strategizing how not to get urine inside my pants after urinating.
0: Right, right. That's why you went this into that room. Relatable content, yeah. <laughs> Extremely
2: relatable content mm-hmm. um, about dadding. Like, you know, uh, Hank gets a bunch of piss uh, on the front of his pants. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the weird things about pissing mm-hmm. is that sometimes you don't get all of it. Right. You know, sometimes there's, there's some left over, and there are different methods. Uh, shaking is the traditional way. And that's what he says. He's like, I shook it so hard. It's going to fall off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dean, wise Dean is like, you didn't dab, dab, I dab, you should dab, uh, and dabbing is the
0: way, uh, Dean is correct. Yeah. But then you gotta you you gotta gotta dip into a stall to grab the grab the toilet paper and then come back out to the. Well, if
2: you're in if you're in public, like I just I try to grab a napkin.
0: Okay, okay. But
2: if I'm in somebody's house or my house,
0: Mm. always dab.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. A napkin and a handful of Olive Garden mints. Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) to bribe
2: anybody who happens to see it. Yeah. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Like, I just, I would say 95% of my pisses have been uh, post dabbed. Okay. And I never looked back. You Mm -hmm. don't get piss on your pants. Yeah. And call me crazy. I don't like having piss on my pants. And I don't like shaking my ding dong to try to get the piss out. It doesn't feel
0: right. I think your virtue signaling here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think that. <laughs> yeah.
1: This is probably a really minor little detail, but when they were showing the animations of them urinating, Hank didn't seem to have any splashes, and <laughs> it was just splashing all by his feet. So I would posit that Dean's shoes are covered in urine. The,
0: the, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's getting...
1: just not as, it, it doesn't draw the eye like yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, crotch. <laughs>
0: right.
2: it, it's, it's a hidden urine. Yeah.
1: F- fools uh, you're in when yeah. <laughs> <yeah.
2: laughs> yeah. well, the fools you're in community, we call that real, urine. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> oh God, getting yeah. ready for the tickle harvest, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh geez. Um, <laughs> but it, if you're listening to this dab, yeah, give it a shot anyway, see if you can work it yeah. into your workflow. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's awesome.
0: (laughs) uh, If you're at home, it just takes one square.
2: (laughs) It's like one square. It's a really efficient use of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah.
0: But but, I mean, something that I also love and something that's happened here is that Hank gets really frustrated with Dean saying dab over and over again. The word dab has lost all meaning at this point.
2: Say scuba. (laughs) Um, The uh, Brock naked trying to save the boys, yelling at Rusty, and Rusty uh, is like, Brock, you know, you have to come back here. You're uh-huh. fired. Uh, he's used a Christmas tree stand to close his stump using a panic room, <laughs> which they've converted to storage.
0: Yeah, the only thing that saved uh, me is our lack of storage. I love the yes. zoom out reveal that he has clamped the Christmas tree
2: stand. <laughs> it's really good. Um, you know, here's where Hank decides to figure out a way. And this is also very relatable as somebody who has either spilled water on uh-huh. his pants or uh, didn't dab. In right. my pre-dab days, got a little urine on my pants and got embarrassed, uh-huh. uh, trying to dry it on the hand dryer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very relatable. Uh, but of course, Hank, being Hank, uh, <laughs> is all in.
0: Yeah, this is my favorite line in the in the episode when he's when he's trying to tell Dina this feels great. It feels like somebody's it feels like somebody with a fever is yelling at my pants as he is cli- clinging to the wall, holding himself in front of the in front of the spout. Yeah. yeah.
2: So good. So good. Um the uh yo know, Brock calls, say like, hey, dates off, you know, where are you? Are you safe? He's on his way. The monarch walks in. So we have all of these, you know, interested parties. <laughs> yep. All in the bathroom.
0: Well, and then, no, then the henchmen come in right after. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: Cause, yeah. Cause... Not yet. Uh, one of them's like, I, I gotta go to the bathroom. He's like, Don't go. I don't want to be eating by myself. I'm gonna look like a loser. He's like, Well, you spent like an hour eating with somebody dressed exactly like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so he's it's like, really... Well, at least I look like a popular idiot. Very cute.
0: That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah. uh, then they, you know, they get in the they, they get in the stall, um, you know, uh, trying to hide from the boys. And of course, they've got to throw in a little pun here and a Star Wars joke. Uh, Twenty one says, Dude, get out of here. I've got to take account Dooku. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. pretty pretty if i was in that situation i would expect my friend to hold it
0: yeah this is uh, when when there are two of us in here this isn't a bathroom anymore this isn't a bathroom no, stall is, the yeah, purpose changed meetings. the context changed yep. i'm I'm this sorry about all the bathroom content we have on here done we have on here autumn <laughs> <laughs> like oh well,
1: I, I guess i'm just curious how it usually works when you guys are at like a games expo or something and you're hiding in a restroom i mean well, <laughs> we we plan the uh, the panel go, we're gonna right? do
2: yeah, we don't, we don't use the bathroom. We just talk about jokes we're going to make Yeah, in yeah. the panel. We practice our small talk. Like, I hand Cole a button, and mm-hmm. he sit, pretends to be a fan, and then he hands me a button, and I pretend to be a fan. Yep. We just kind of go back and forth, and we, yeah. we do it to the beautiful sounds of a convention bathroom going on around
0: us. <laughs> yeah. I find it soothing. Yeah. Um, uh, I find it terrifying. Yeah, it's like yeah. jazz. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's, hey, it's very unpredictable, like the best jazz. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Um,
2: but the uh, you know so so everybody's in the bathroom. They they did a lot to get to these part. Um, you know, Hank's pat can't uh, pants catch fire. Dean is beating his crotch out, uh, and then this is where Hank gets, gets some water and he does the line. Then mm, that's how we got into this mess. <laughs> uh, just incredible confidence,
0: yeah. Dean. <laughs> Dean. Uh, and and oh. who is it? Uh, who is it that says? I think it's Monarch. He says, "I can't believe it's this. It's it's hard to kill these two you know just yeah. seeing the display that is here ahead of them uh so at this point Lim cancels the blackout team because they've got uh they've got two of them here doesn't make any sense here so at least rusty is safe as he bleeds out
2: well he, uh, he doesn't cancel the blackout team i think that his implication was that because he calls it off later
0: oh right um, No, he says like hey uh, d- don't look for the two we have two of them over here yeah yeah
2: I got the kids daddy's going to put them to bed or whatever
0: his Yeah, yeah, his you know. little euphemism. Yeah.
1: Oh, the daddy's lap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got
0: the I've, <laughs> I've got the boys on my on uh, the boys are on daddy's lap. Like yeah. what are you talking about? Like no, that's that's not like shorthand they agreed on. That's just Lim being a dweeb again.
2: Yeah, super dweeb. Um the scene that made a bunch of fans really love Kim <laughs> uh, where they run in, Kim and Triana run into Dr. Girlfriend in the bathroom um, and they like, they talk shop. Yeah. You know, Dr. Girlfriend thinks Kim is in the guild. talks about her lipstick uh, her pink poodle lipstick, which is a real uh, MAC lipstick product. Okay. Uh, you know, that exists. Um, and this is where Kim is just like, Oh my God, like she's so fucking awesome. I'm going to become a super villain. She yeah. says, she says it later, but this is where she, it, the, she begins.
0: Yeah. The yeah. journey like i mean this is this is dr girlfriend saying like i'm so tired of working for these people like you know just if you want to team up you know, let's go start something new you know and hands are well, a card. Of
2: andre. Yes. She's andre like i'm so tired of being with men right if you ever want to get something going you know like it, it's it's big uh like by beating energy
1: yeah um wait till she meets the moppets <laughs> <laughs> the moppets might be yeah. a deal breaker
2: yeah moppets are a deal breaker <laughs> <laughs> uh, when when people when people didn't like uh pete and billy i'm like go to hell but mm-hmm. when, when the develop when the network was like use less of the moppets i'm kind of okay with
0: it yeah I'm, I'm the, the, with the, that.
2: i find the moppets a little bit difficult <laughs> um I, I love a lot of plots with the moppets i just find their voices mm-hmm. tricky uh, and unpleasant yes um brock crashes into the window uh you know dean looks at him and goes naked <laughs> naked. Uh, he tells them to get out of there as he kind of goes from stall to stall, yeah. uh, interrogating.
0: <laughs> he, and he knows, okay, these henchmen uh, probably not a problem. So we're going to move on to the next one. Here's the monarch. No, this couldn't be him because he's not in with the guild. Then he gets to Lim.
2: Yes. Yeah. A cute little beat where uh, he helps uh, 21 poop.
0: Uh huh. Well.
2: A little audio, a little fully joke. <laughs> you know? Oh, fully splash. <laughs> um Brock and Lim, you know, get through, you know, he's Lim is saying, like, I'm gonna do this, and Brock is saying, like, if you ever come for them again, I'm gonna kill you. Like, don't come for my family.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and threatens to cut off his head. Like basically just uh, you know, power plays him. Yeah. Yeah. Um they this is like the second time they've kind of like I feel like this is the end of their little bonding moment.
0: Yeah, because they have like to get it, they have, have to reach them, an ultimatum, you know.
2: Yeah, like, they've had a couple times where they've not, like, quite teamed up, but kind of had, you know, stuff in common. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of when Brock and Phantom break up.
0: Yeah. You know, and Lim, again, because he's a dweeb, he says, oh, it's so much easier to kill than to love, blah, blah, blah.
2: The things we do when we're afraid of losing our women,
0: (laughs) you know. We're not so different, you and I. Of course, Brock is somebody who would have gotten that speech a lot, you know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) a because Constantly. it's a cliche but also you know this is not the first time that we've grappled with the fact that brock is a murder machine you know yeah
2: yeah Bro- brock you know the only thing changing brock you know making brock not a super villain is just like mild amounts of context yes um they do a shake you know uh the, you know, Brock suspects that vandalum is going to shock him. You know, they do a cute, like, for a second, I thought you were going to do that thing. And he's like, so did I.
0: <laughs> you know, very cute. Yeah. Agreed.
2: Um Hank and Dean go back to the table. Hank's pants are burnt open. <laughs> like. <you> know, <laughs> uh, from fire.
0: Yeah, we're not even going to try and, like, explain this away or cover it up. Just here. Full, full on burnt yeah. pants.
2: Yeah. Re- resigned. <laughs>
1: um i mean definitely yeah. no one's thinking i bet he peed his pants you know right. i mean it, it, it didn't work
2: unless he pisses fire <laughs> that guy got into an accident but he didn't piss his pants
0: he grew up on a super you science know. compound gary
1: <laughs> this is
2: a good know. i'm just i'm thinking that's like a great way to distract
0: it is yeah. Ooh. <laughs> but uh but you ever the... piss your pants <laughs> to, to make that you know, wild that claim
1: okay. yeah
2: yeah, yeah, just make a wild claim in case I, I piss my pants. Yeah, I tell you, I'm gonna a, come up with something very distracting. Im-
1: improbable number of people, um, I, I guess, soiled themselves. I and mean, when we got the henchmen, mm-hmm. we got mm-hmm. um, Dr. Venture, we got Hank, Dean peed all mm-hmm. over his shoes. Um, did <laughs> the guy that brought kill uh, wet his pants? I mean, it was implied. Uh, no, he just got the kidney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm well, sure he, there was a <laughs> relaxation at the moment of death.
2: If, if he actually got his kidney, then. That is going to be like a, a dark piss.
0: He's got another one. That's going though. to be a
2: forbidden piss. Well, I guess that's true. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Um, yeah, a lot of people peeing themselves in this episode. Yeah. This is a real pee pee poo poo episode. That's a, yes. it's a real doc thing. Yeah. You know, the beginning where Triana's like, "You said duty." Mm-hmm. Oh you know, yeah. Kind of presaging it. Oh, yeah. Like this is a very pee pee poo poo episode. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> but a good one. I'm not always into pee pee poo poo, mm-hmm. but this this episode does good stuff with it. The, the <laughs> logistics of urinating, I am always going to be on board with. Yes. Like urinal etiquette <laughs> shaking it dab all that stuff i'm very interested in
0: yep <laughs> you know? for, for fertile ground for conversation yeah. uh but like universal surprisingly this has not been a disastrous date you know triana says hey do you want to get some dessert um you know and kim says oh i'm gonna be a super villain hank says i'm gonna be batman everybody is really happy the boys do a go team venture kim is uh disgusted by this and says that they're going to be my first arch enemies let me get credits yes. a very cute moment
2: super mm-hmm. cute nothing comes of it <laughs> um post-credits um they do a fake out that billy Quizboy gave rusty a robotic arm uh it turns out he's just calibrating his own arm mm-hmm. uh, for this and he says you know this thing uh seizes up if i do delicate work he's like how'd you get that thing anyway good question no idea yep um <laughs> playing into the uh the flashbacks
0: into the mysteries
2: yeah I, yeah
1: i tell you gary your voices are on point that was a really incredible <laughs> billy quiz boy thank you
2: thank you I, it's it's one of the reasons why i'm just holding my breath for for uh, sergeant hatred to come in because my sergeant Hatred's pretty good yeah. despite the fact that everyone hates that character
0: we got a preview could, of it I, earlier
1: I, <laughs> yeah. I could just hear those enlarged adenoids in there just it's really it's really good voice uh, uh,
2: thank you yeah the uh doing uh venture brothers voices is fun it is
0: yeah
2: um and that that's the that's the episode that's victor
1: echo november
0: yeah do you have any wrap-up thoughts autumn
1: i just you know he you would love to see it work out okay in the end but not the way that that you thought you know mm-hmm. dean's State did turn out fine Mm-hmm. Everybody's fine at the end. I mean, it was just, I, I love it when they put all the, the toys together and start bashing them against each other. You mm-hmm. know, like having all of these distinct groups all in one place. I mean, it's, it, it's classic.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. Like all of these different kind of um, cross-purpose motivations. And then they're also mixing uh, really high-minded, you know, motivations, like very hyper-real super stuff with things like a kid's first date yeah you know very low-minded stakes uh, yeah. and i think that's one of the things doc is really good at is like mixing that stuff together and we saw it in mummies as well where it was about this absolutely wild adventure that's taking place on one half and then this like pathetic science versus magic gentleman's bet <laughs> happening like you know he gets a lot of mileage out of contrasting those two things yeah i think
0: the fact that Brock is naked and covered in blood um, and even he is in the restaurant and he is in the you know context of things, not the most out of place element there it speaks a lot yeah. to kind of like what they're playing with and the fun of this. Like I said, at the back at the beginning, anytime the smaller world of the show collides with the real world that it inhabits. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Good stuff. Really good episode. Um, yeah. Thank you, Autumn. Appreciate you. Oh good to talk to you.
1: I appreciate you guys. And um, yeah, I just like I said at the beginning, I'm just so delighted to have gotten to talk about one of my absolute favorite episodes. Sweet baby. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sweet baby.
2: Very, very sweet little Dean. (laughs) Do you uh do you have anything that you would like to uh to plug or anything? Dead blood club coming back?
1: You know that um, that actually would be a would be a you know we're we're working on a few things but nothing nothing's nothing's actually realized yet. Jeremy's been practicing his cooking TikToks, um, and <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're, we're playing around with some stuff like that. But um, man, for once, not anything in particular. It's been a slow year.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, boy, has it uh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh, you've you've guessed it on some stuff throughout kind of the network on some Radio Free Midworlds. You were uh, part of the live version of that that we did Mm -hmm. Um, in the summer.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, which we're going to have to work on that again because we're also in a convention for a year again well
2: yeah uh, so, so yeah and duck pass too uh, yep. people should check out the network and find your uh past perf- uh appearances yeah. always a delight
0: yeah over on radio so. Free world the show that i assure everybody is coming back uh it's just you know hit, hit a weird lull i gotta get my shit together uh but yeah radio <laughs> radio one, one third of a book. book
2: for every episode of that yeah you know
0: I'm not it's I'm not smart. jealous
2: like I, I like I watched 20 minutes of this and then I listened to a commentary and read two pages of a book uh-huh to prepare like
0: that's <laughs> yeah. nothing yeah, yeah. so
1: <laughs> if, uh, every episode of Stephen King is an 800 page investment
0: yeah yeah So, but if you want to go and listen listen to that it's a show about the Dark Tower series of books and uh, Autumn has been a frequent guest and a delightful guest
2: there um, and until uh, next time
0: go, go team, team venture, venture.